Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hi, I'm Sam. And I'm Erica. We are the Shuttlecraft Junkies and this is our podcast. It's for professionals, home bakers and everyone in between. Each month we'll bring you the latest news, trends, ones to watch and so much more. So stay tuned. Good morning, Erica. Good morning, Sam. How are you? I'm good, thanks. I think we're both quite hay fevery today. <laughs> yes, and I've only just really got it from last year. Aww. I've really suffered before. I've been really lucky, and I think now I'm paying the price. Welcome to the club. <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> so I'm just dosing myself up. Ah, it's fun. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear, but it, but it looks like it's a nice day. So yes, it does. you know, can't complain really. No. No. What have you been up to then this month? Well, mostly cake-wise, it's been to do with the uh, upcoming Region 8 show for the British Craft Guild because I'm the competition secretary. So there's been a a lot of um, last-minute stuff that I've had to do. So I've been getting all the entry forms in and sending the confirmation emails out and creating all the paperwork to go on the tables and certificates and all that sort of thing and ordering trophies I've got to go and get some engraved this afternoon after we've finished recording so there's a lot of competition type stuff going on at the minute which is taking up quite a bit of time because it's quite ad hoc it depends when entries come in some are by post some are by email so oh okay I prefer to do them as they come rather than save them all up because otherwise I'll forget about something oh a lot of admin a lot of that yeah a lot of admin um I have been making stuff for my branch table as well oh so yes I've made a piece <laughs> and oh I thought you were going to spill the beans then for a minute no I can't I can't because this will go out before the show won't it yes and I've also done some work on our backdrop for the table as well oh well so done you that is all I'm currently at liberty to say <laughs> <laughs> say no more yeah um I I did a demo for Tunbridge Wells branch of the Sugarcraft Guild. Oh no, sorry, workshop. Um, yes. Takeaway, Chinese takeaway workshop. That was fun. That was a couple of weeks ago, I think now. Oh yeah. Looks good though. Yeah, they always like do workshop. actually. They yeah. always look good. Oh, I went to lambing day at Woodlands Farm, which is just down the oh. road. So we saw the lambs and lots of other animals. Oh my God, it was packed, Sam. Was it really? absolutely heaving it I'm was assuming like, with people as opposed to lambs yeah people yeah only <laughs> <laughs> lambs you couldn't move <laughs> no people oh my god like obviously it didn't really happen last year because I think they even though they could have run it because it was outdoors they didn't because they didn't have enough volunteers right so they couldn't run it last year so it's not been run for sort of two years so everyone brought their children and it was heaving. They had food stalls, um, obviously all the animals that you could see. Um, they had little craft stalls and like ice cream and all that sort of thing. So um, we were there a good few hours. <laughs> it sounds like fun. Was it, it was, nice? It was nice. It was, was it hot? nice actually. It wasn't it was warm but not unbearably hot, so good. It oh was, that's it nice. Was good. Yeah, yeah. Um Oh, well, I've booked a little mini holiday. 
Oh, get you. Which had been been penciled in for a long time. So I don't know if you remember, in 2020, I was meant to go to Uzbekistan with some of my friends, which obviously that got cancelled because we couldn't. there was no <laughs> flights going anywhere at that time. <laughs> so uh, then we decided actually maybe Uzbekistan's not a great idea. It's quite close to Syria and yes. all that sort of thing. So that's off for now. Then we thought we'd go to Singapore because that's uh, easier to get to, somewhere a bit different that none of us have been because we've all been to different places. So trying to find somewhere that none of us have been and all wanted to go was quite a challenge. Um, that's also now fallen through for a different reason because one of them's got to spend her money on something else that's come up. So we're going to go there another time. But we had two lots of dates sort of penciled in. One was May and one was October. And I've mucked up the October ones and booked a demo in the middle of it. So I was like, well, <laughs> I definitely can't do October. <laughs> <laughs> coordination yeah yeah potentially I could do November but it's when Cake International's on but also oh, probably yes. why we go on holiday um <laughs> so yeah we may go later in the year we may not and for now we're just doing a little trip to Edinburgh for very nice Edinburgh's lovely four days yeah it will be nice and it'd be a lot easier to get to and we got really cheap train tickets because they were doing the the train half past train fare thing they've been advertising oh yeah so yeah our journey up there was 22 it is 22 pounds yeah and our journey back's 34 that's so. not bad going at all is it really pretty good isn't it london to edinburgh 22 pounds my memories my memories of edinburgh are going up uh camping up in oh, Scotland. really yes but the but the tent blew down <laughs> <laughs> it was a great big trailer tent and it was very yeah. very old it was my parents who were very, very old and uh and we took it but we had to pitch up it was like the middle of the night and all of the uh pegs came away from the uh mud the the, the oh, what are they called i'm gonna say mud flaps <laughs> <laughs> The ground pegs. Yes, the ones that go round in the old, old days when you had a tent and a ground sheet that was separate. Yeah, yes, I remember <laughs> that brownies. Yeah, yeah, so you had to peg round. But the wind got underneath the tent and blew. <laughs> so oh. it ripped through all the plastic. So, yeah, oh, I, no. we went into Edinburgh to try and find a camping shop. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll be staying in a hotel, so it's not. You're right. You're no camping. <laughs> you're living it up, love. <laughs> we are living it up. We are. Um, my only, I've been to Edinburgh once. I remember nothing of it apart from we went to Edinburgh Castle, and my only memory of Edinburgh Castle is going, "Mum, look, there's Alex Jones, who was a boy in my class." He's like, "Oh, don't be so ridiculous!" And it was him and his family. And we <laughs> both went to Edinburgh the same day, and we're at Edinburgh Castle at the same time. <laughs> oh, how bizarre is that? Yeah. Yeah. Although I've met someone in Spain that I knew. That was a bit random oh, really? as well. Yeah. It's funny, isn't it? That was a long time yeah. ago. Small world. <laughs> yes. 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 So what have you done lately? <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, do you know what? This month seems to have gone really fast. And yeah. so much has so much has happened, but probably not that interesting. Yeah. <laughs> that Same, basically. Sense. Lots of admin. <laughs> yes. So I went out to uh, a pub for lunch with my friend. Oh, that was very nice. Yes, the cricketers in Mepham. Highly recommend mm -hmm. it. Uh, it was it was my birthday treat. Um, nice. So it's only four months late. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first time we could actually coordinate together to go out. Yeah, yeah. But it was absolutely lovely. Um, I am also I'm currently straight after this. I shall be 
uh, ganashing a okay. cake for my daughter's. Oh, I can't believe my daughter's going to be 18 this weekend. Oh, wow. Yes. Wow. Yes. And yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I had better get a scoot on because, um, yeah, I hadn't really thought about it. And now I realized that <laughs> I've got to get it done. <laughs> um, and time is not on my side this week. So yeah. that is a job to do. Um, but I've got a really wicked idea, but I don't know quite how to um, uh, action it yet. <laughs> Can you say what it is? Are you in Yeah, well, she won't listen, will she? Okay. Well, no, <laughs> we're, not, we're not cool it'll, enough. It'll be past her birthday. It will be. By the time it goes out. Yeah. But, so she, well, wants she, to go off to, uh, she wants to go off to university to study forensics. Mm. So I've got this thought currently, let me say currently, yeah. of um, putting – I'm, I'm going to try and get hold of some of her friends. <laughs> right. <And> take, <laughs> I know. I have this urge to do fingerprints. Okay. <laughs> around the cake. Um, somehow I've got, I've also got the image of, you know, the outline of a body. As that's well. what I was thinking, more X-Files style. But obviously yes. that's, not the kind of, that's not really the kind of but, forensic she would be doing. No. <laughs> <laughs> she wants to cut open dead bodies. But, you know, I'm okay. not putting a dead body on a cake, quite frankly. <laughs> um, so I was thinking I could, I could, if I inked up people's fingers, I could mm. do like on the board somehow going round yeah. all of our fingerprints. And I thought I'd make them different. And then I might have kind of like one somewhere that, that's the clue and the murderer is that person <laughs> might okay. hand her a magnifying yeah. glass and she can spend her time look I might that um that might just just go by the wayside <laughs> <laughs> just have this uh yeah random urge about putting fingerprints across a cake so more of a murder mystery cake well yeah and it's quick <laughs> yeah True, true. <laughs> and if I can, if I can revive my um, edible printer, I might do some, uh, you know, of the tape stuff. Yeah. Well, you could just like cover it really badly and cover it in your fingerprints. <laughs> well, like, potentially, <laughs> if if I run out of time, that is what I will do. <laughs> And make it look like I deliberately did it. Yeah. yeah. And it was supposed to be like that, not that I just made a complete hash of it. Exactly. Um, and don't own a smoother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shh. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, really the other exciting thing, exciting thing, I did my first invigilating uh, at, the, at my kid's school. Oh, yeah. For some reason, I thought it would be a really good idea to uh, add invigilating into my quest of things to do but okay. actually be paid for something you know because yeah. obviously while I'm not being paid for cake <laughs> in between times I should yeah. say um I thought oh I'll do some invigilating the only real flaw in this plan is that exam time seems to be around wedding season well the begin, yeah so hopefully well it'll be <laughs> finished by the end of June Okay, so what you really want is some mocks rather so, than some actual exams. Well, I'm doing well. The mocks are happening. the The year tens are doing GCSE mocks now, so that's what I did yesterday. Uh, okay. And then it will go into A levels and the GCSEs, and then so. But then there's some in November, which I thought, oh well, that's a bit quieter. So that's that's, that's what okay. I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah. and then was that there's A level in, or something. I don't know. Yeah, and then there's some like in January as well. Mm. So yeah. there's periods throughout the year when there's, you know, busy times. Yeah. 
Um, but but she's not put me on. So she rotors you in, although I can't, I can't completely understand the rotoring. But then never mind. Uh, <laughs> it's a spreadsheet. You never need to turn up. Well, I think so. Although, well, there's one day that it looks a little bit confusing to me. So I need to go and um, just have a look to see what. Uh, well, I just need to speak to her. Just say. <laughs> Okay. Am I in all day wanna, Friday and Monday or just Do you want to send me a picture because my job is rotors. <laughs> I might understand what she's trying to say. With pleasure. I will send it to you. I can't. I think the thing is that there's no, what I want is some bold lines between what is a date, you know, uh, yeah, so yeah. like Tuesday, but then there's like several rows of Excel spreadsheet that covers Tuesdays, but yeah. the difference then going into Wednesday it's not necessarily clear. Okay. Um, so, yes, I'll happily send it over to you. You can tell me when I'm working. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that was, yes, interesting. Like watching paint dry, watching yeah. dry work. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, and it's amazing how tiring it is just watching people. Um, well, because you've got to concentrate and it's mundane. And I think that's the worst kind of concentration. Yes, I should be paid at least £95 an hour. <laughs> Minimum. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just walking through the aisles and trying not to knock all their rulers onto the floor or jog them because yeah. there's like nearly 200 kids in the hall. Um, and if I, if I could have a pound for every time someone said, get this in a maths exam, uh, could I have a ruler? <laughs> no. <laughs> so, yeah, I just ended up walking around carrying a load of rulers. And I, I wanted to do that, you know, either put it to the edge of the desk and, you know, when you, like, bounce it and then you pull it inwards and it makes that... <laughs> or just go around hitting them with it. But I, I refrained. I was very good. Okay, and resisted just, the urge. I did resist the urge and just handed them out like a good person. Uh, but that was an hour and a half. Um, so wish me luck on Friday because I'm doing three exams on Friday. Mm -hmm. I may well just sleep, uh, which means <laughs> that I do also need to have said cake finished by then. Yes. And I've yes. got to take the dog out for his last training session as well this afternoon. So I really don't have a great deal of time. No. Not at all. <laughs> no. Oh, and and I don't know whether you saw my story. Um, I bought myself some blinds for my kitchen oh, window. Yes. yes. Which was hugely exciting. Um, I've never had blinds. Well, we did a long, long time ago have blinds up at the kitchen window. But hmm. in the summer, our so the back of our house has full sun. Yeah. So in order to work, um, I'd either have to get up really early or work really late because mm. as soon as the sun comes round, um, that's it. It's so hot out there. So this means that I can at least pull the shades down um, and they're blackouts. So that should okay. work really well. So you can get um, a few extra hours before it starts to I warm up. I can get a few extra hours. Well, I'm hoping, yeah, that will give me but the only thing it's not going to give me is daylight, isn't it, to work with? But you no, know. but you'd be surprised how bright it is, even yes. with yes, a slit, tiny yes. slit. Well, yes, and but the thing is, we've got uh, so I've got an open plan kitchen dining room, and mm. I've got patio doors as well, and so I need to get some to go on those because equally, it's it, it causes the same problem. 
Yeah. Um, But I wanted to see what these were like and whether they did what I wanted them to do. So you can pull them down from the top as well. So I can have like a a bar in the centre, if you like, and have like sun, you know, or light coming through top and bottom, but not where the main issue is. Okay. Um, So I'm quite looking forward to that. And I was quite impressed. I managed to put it all up by myself. Well done. (laughs) Yes, I know. I thought that. (laughs) There was a bit of a bugger, but, you know. It was fine, and I've done it. Okay, yes. well done. Thank you. <laughs> well, speaking speaking of new things, what have you found? Oh, so my first thing was uh, Karen Portaleo's Omni Colors that she's launching mm. at SoFlo. Uh, so anyone that doesn't know what SoFlo is, it's Florida's biz- biggest cake and candy expo. Um, and it ran, it's literally just finished, so it ran from the 29th of April to the May the 1st. And they all have of, had an amazing time because there's seen lots of very fun Instagram posts about people just having a bit of a party. That's I know, great. I know. I, I think, uh, yes, I think someone needs to tell the, the Sugarcroft junkies needs to go over there, don't you? <laughs> they, they, need to, they need to, you know, send us a flight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway, so she's got these oil-based super concentrated colours just in a mere 100 shades. Wow, that's a lot. Not 50 shades. No, she's got 100. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Which she claims works in all edible mediums. So that would be be interesting because Mm. um, I have tried uh, colour meal in royal icing and I don't find it works very well at all. No, Um, No, because it's oil based, isn't it? Yes, but this is also oil based and she's said that it works in royal icing. So, yeah. Well, we'll have to see. But they come in 30 mil bottles and 100 mil bottles. I'd also like to know whether they are, whether we're allowed to use them in the UK, because obviously mm. they're not from the UK. Um, and I couldn't find a price yet, so I don't know how much they no. are. No, we think they'll be coming on her website imminently. Yes, yes, I should imagine. So now it's uh, now it's all finished. Um, yeah. And then I have uh, Lizzie Lou London who, apart from having a Father's Day launch tomorrow, uh, so, so we're <laughs> on the 4th of uh, May. Yeah. Oh, May the 4th. Oh, yes, your Instagram post. Um, <laughs> come back to that. Um, so apart from apart from that, which is launching tomorrow on the 5th, uh, which I cannot tell you what it is because I haven't got a clue, um, <laughs> I've seen recently that they've got 14-inch met- 14 metal scrapers Mm. I mean, that's a whopper of a size of a cake, but I do get, I do get it when you've got a cake that is just that little bit too tall and you can't, you know, you can't go around it and scrape it and make it look nice, mm. but, but they've got some, uh, they've got pattern ones. So like for buttercream, um, so one's like a curved shape. So this, so that, a a curved on one side, kind of where the curve comes out, like semicircles coming out. Scallops. That's the word. Knew you'd have a proper word. <laughs> and then on the other side, it goes inwards. Okay. So, so I like the idea that you get a double-sided thing, not just like one side. Mm. Um, and then if you've got a two-tier cake and they're at different heights, I mean they do do them uh, at different heights. But I guess if you're if you're making tall cakes, then just invest in the big ones. And they kind yeah. of, they retail between, so the, just the straight edge one is £17. 
this is for the 14 inch and the uh, designs. So either the curved or there's one with like straight edges. The stripes. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> it's 21 pounds. I don't think that's really that bad, you know. Oh, they've also got one that looks um, a bit more jagged, like a saw blade. Yes. Yeah. In the same that- size as well. So have they got so have they just got the three? Uh, they've got so the got fourth a sh- one. They've got one with patterns of stripes, so lots of little thin stripes yes. or double stripes, single stripe, double, yep. single, double, like a pattern of stripes. Yep. Uh, that seems to be it. So I think there's five, one of them being plain. Yes. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. So I think they look they look quite good. Um, oh God, I wouldn't know what to store them in, though. <laughs> so- that just had to be... F- Flat against the wall of a cupboard, wouldn't they, really? Somewhere, yes. Uh, but then, you know, that's not my problem. I don't really do buttercream at all. I'm not a very good... I'm not very confident at doing buttercream. No, it's something I need my... to practice. Yes, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so we've got those two. And then, well, we were talking briefly about um, E171 again. Mm. Um, so... It's a bit controversial as to whether we are are or are not likely to ban E171, titanium dioxide. But it seems that the UK government has decided currently not to um, and Mm. revise it next year. But Roxy and Rich um, have started to produce E171 free uh, products. So they've got, um, what have they got? They've got uh, cake drips. In a variety of shades. Yeah, quite a lot of shades. They do, yes. Um, That are all E171 free. And their cocoa butter chocolate colouring is also E171 free. Now, the interesting thing about this cocoa butter colouring, it's a great range of colours, is that they've also got white, polar bear white in there as one of the colours, which has no E171 in it. But have you done that? I have absolutely no idea. Interesting, isn't it? Hmm. It looks like there's 23 colours. Yeah. Be interesting to see if um, if it follows through into other, other you lines. know. Into, yeah. And whether whether it's something that we will slowly go down. Mm. I mean, I would have thought if all these companies are having to produce a separate line for other countries – it would make sense for them not to produce two separate lines and just produce one. Yeah. Because it would half their manufacturing costs. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Because currently, Fraxhall, they they do their, they produce, don't they, for Europe, and then they produce for us. Yeah. Um, Be interesting. Be interesting to Mm. see. Yes. We don't have to worry at the present. No. Not at the moment. No, no. What about you? What have you got? Um, I've got another Lizzie Lou product. So this is their center point template cake board guide for dowels. There's a round and there's a square. And it's basically a see-through, it looks like acrylic. Um, it looks like a ganashing plate, but a very big one. Yeah. And it's got the dowel sizes marked, uh, sorry, yep. board sizes marked from... Uh, Two in, hang on, eight, six. Yeah, I think from two inches up to. It's quite big, isn't it? Yeah, bigger than 14. Uh, I'm, wow, that's well, a but really you're probably going to say. 
<laughs> no, I think it's bigger than that. Because the lines go past to... it, but they're not necessarily marked. Does it go up to an 18? 18, 18 22. It looks like the whole board is 28 inches, counting the number of lines. Oh, yeah. For... Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I'm not sure if they're all marked. It's on a white surface and you can't really tell. No, I was really going to say, no, they're not. They're, full to, they're marked up to 14. Yeah. Right. But basically, oh. you line up your cake board with the outline of the right size and it will give you a hole for the centre. So if you want to put a centre dial that goes through your cake boards, you can use it to mark the centre of the cake board, which yes. you then drill through. Yeah. Not not sure it's entirely necessary. It's a nice thing to have. I'm... It's not something yeah. that I would run out and purchase because, quite honestly, if I wanted to find the middle of a cake board, I'd draw around just it draw, yes. in paper and just fold it in half a couple of times. But yes. I'm not sure I need a massive plastic guide for it. But yeah. I can see if you were in a bakery or some kind of shop where you're doing this for virtually all your cakes all day long, it would yeah. make sense to have something that's ready. It's quick, isn't it? I yeah, mean, I guess exactly. if, you, if you were going to do it, at home and you didn't you know like you say you could do it with paper um yeah yeah it's just yeah you'd want to store it I suppose over time that would just you know paper you'd have to keep redoing it whereas oh, yeah. this you yeah. just wipe down and yeah but it depends reuse, how often but, you're going to do it like if you're going to use it yeah. once a year then paper's fine isn't it you just use a new one each time yes well the trend seems to be to uh centre dowel quite a yeah, lot yeah I think taller cakes as well it makes more sense but um yeah these are 30 pounds each so they're oh they're I not cheap find the price. but oh, acrylic's right, okay. not cheap so that's no. why and they do it round and square don't they yeah there's a round one there's a square yeah. one uh we've also got from this i got in an email from the cake decorating company baking brothers is the brand and the product is baking elixir and they've also got a cake perfecting gel so from what i can gather it says it's an absolute game changer in the world of freshness enhancers, protecting your cakes against mould, dryness and cracking. Right. Uh, using all your bakes, sponge cakes, cakes, muffins, cookies, scones, donuts and more. Um, add it to your existing recipe. It tells you how much you should use. I mean, it's basically a preservative, isn't it? It sounds like it. I don't I mean, know whether I'd to, actually need it. No, it seems to do something to the texture. It seems to be... Well, it looks like an enormous packet, but then they've actually shown pictures of the same packet next to a cake, and it's quite small. It's actually 500 mil. But yeah. the picture of it standing alone looks like it's the size of, you know, those... You know, yes. you get the water fountain things, the giant bottles that go on top. It looks absolutely huge. <laughs> but it's not. It's quite small. It's 500 mil. Um yeah. But I think it's basically a preservative. I mean, it says it is suitable for, where's the other picture? Vegan, oh, vegan. Vegan, lactose-free, gluten-free, all natural ingredients, no nasties. I mean, what is nasties, for God's sake? No idea. It means absolutely nothing, doesn't it? No yeah. gremlins. No gremlins in this bottle. No, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's... Um... It's, you know, it's one of those things where you think, um, you know, are you paranoid about what you what you produce? I don't yeah. know. Are they just trying to make you worried? I don't. They're trying to make themselves sound better than alternative products, but actually none of them can contain anything that's going to do you harm. No. Yeah, it's not my kind of thing, but there you go. Yeah. There's also the cake perfecting gel, which I think is a similar sort of 
thing. Cake perfecting gel. Is it magic? Yeah. <laughs> like a magic wand. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll just put it across my face in the mornings and see what happens. <laughs> yeah, see what happens. <laughs> well, the cake perfecter gel says... Works to assist the mixture and diffusion of air molecules in your recipes, resulting in beautiful looking cakes with high volume, increased softness and amazing consistency. So these two... Just to confuse you. Well, no, see, I'm not educated on this subject, but what it seems to me is that these products are the difference between a supermarket bought cake and a home baked cake. Oh, right. Maybe like the preservatives and bulking agents that make them last longer and mean that you need to use less expensive ingredients. Right. Okay. I'm not interested. No, I'm not. Could you tell? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so finishing on a nice one then. So Sweet Stamp have brought out some aprons. And these are in four different colours with four different designs. One says, whisk me away, with a picture of a whisk. There's baker's going to bake, quite like that. That's bright pink. We've got rolling with my homies and bake the world a better place. Uh, These are just one size. It says, two large front pockets for holding baking accessories and tools. 90% linen, 10% cotton. Crossback strap. uh, One size fits all. So it's 93 centimetres long, 78 wide with a bust that's 26 long and 27 wide. And they look quite tight straps. Yeah, Yeah, they're the kind of thing where it's got a really wide wrap bit. So if you're smaller, it just crosses over. And if you're bigger, it just finishes at the sides. Yeah. So it kind of is one size fits all. But depending on how broad you are up top, you may just have a little strip down the centre that's covered. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see. (laughs) I mean, they've got it. They've got it on models who are up to a size 12 and the one who's up a to size, a size 12. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. So the average woman then. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> the one who's a size 12, I would say it does not go all the way to her arms. So if you're looking at a size 18, 20, yes. that sort of thing, it's not going to cover an awful lot up top, is it? But no. you'll be able to put it on, but it's not going to be the most protective of items. No, no. It, it kind of more looks nice. <laughs> yeah they're pretty i like the design i like the the slogans they're quite fun yeah. and they retail for 29 euros 50 yeah and that's from a sweet stamp yes very so nice there you go. Hmm. very good hmm. okay so shall we move on to our ones oh ones to watch where have i gone to erica we've got a bit to do in the middle first <laughs> should we do the bit in the middle yeah, that's... <laughs> okay. <laughs> this month we're talking about airbrushing. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> so do you airbrush? Do you have an airbrush? Um, actually, I was airbrushing last night, but it wasn't very exciting. Okay. Um, but I do now resemble the colours of uh, red and blue across <laughs> my hands. <laughs> well, it's just as well you have an airbrush, because if you didn't, this would be a... Slightly boring conversation. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't do that much airbrushing. No, and I think I'm like you. I think actually most of my airbrushing is of the boring variety. Yes, block colour. Well, not even block colour. Like I used, to, I went through a phase of, you know, you get bits of paste that are left over that you don't really want to use for 
but they're yeah. not, not bad if you haven't used them but they're not really enough for anything yeah I went for a phase of mixing them all together and then using them to cover boards and then airbrushing them black yeah 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 oh yeah okay which was I think cheaper than buying black paste and probably tastes a bit nicer if you're going to eat it but yeah not particularly exciting (laughs) (laughs) well yes that's that's the thing I in my in my little world I would like to think that I could whip out the airbrush and conjure up something really exciting and very creative Mm. and in reality uh, I whip out the airbrush and just block colour a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, mine tends to be for colours that I can't be bothered to mix or that I've forgotten to buy or that I just yes. don't have enough of, like the lips that were red. Like if I'd have had enough yeah, yeah, red yeah. paste, I'd have just done it in red, but yeah. I didn't have any, so I airbrushed it instead. So I think it's good to have it as an alternative. Mm. Yes. And sometimes it's it's good to, um, if you want, if you want like a, a black cake, mm. And because we all know how black or your teeth get when you eat black icing. Yeah. Uh, to cover it in white and then airbrush, you know, you don't have that problem and necessarily taste. And Yeah, I think it tastes a lot nicer. I think the only yes. problem with an airbrushed cake is not if it gets wet, but if you have to touch it mm, and your yes. hands are not 100% dry. Yes. Then yeah. you can mark it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I find as well, like if you get a mark while you're airbrushing, you can't undo that because spraying over no. it just emphasizes it even more. Mm-hmm. It's like everything gets dark, darker by the same amount. So you can't really hide it. Yes. Yeah. It's when your airbrush splashes or mm. splatters. Yeah. Mine need a clean because they've started sputtering. So yeah. it's on my, my list of things to do is to take it apart, clean it mm. properly. What, what, brand of airbrush have you got I've got two so Ooh, Erica. <laughs> yeah well should I start at the beginning okay I did used to have the I think it was a dinky doodle airbrush you know the little square box ones with yes the, like on high low buttons yes I used to have one of them but it was before Dawn started doing her them by herself it was when she was in a contract with someone and I can't yeah, remember yeah, who yeah. it was but they still make them but it's not Yes. Same airbrush, but not her name anymore. Yep, I have the same. Okay, so I had that, mm-hmm. and then I decided, well, I didn't decide, then I thought, oh, I'll buy a fancy airbrush and to see if it's any different. So I bought, on a really good deal, one of the, I don't know how you say it, Iwata? Oh, yes. Ones? Yes. One of them? Yeah. Iwata, I'm not yeah. sure. Say it fast, no one will know. Iwata, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know how you say it, Iwata. None of it sounds right. No. Um, Neo for Iwata. Right. I've got one of them. Um, but that's a dual action one. And you can't use a dual action one with the little box airbrushes. Okay. So what's a dual, explain dual action? Oh, I knew you were going to ask that. I know. So <laughs> I know in terms, I, I should have looked this up. I thought about it <laughs> on the way home last night and forgot all about it. Just do um, it in simple terms. I can't do anything terms. else. <laughs> okay. So... A single action airbrush has got a trigger and that mm-hmm. trigger pulls back. Yes. And when you pull the trigger back, air paint and comes paint yeah. comes out. Yeah. And the further you pull it back, is it the more comes out or the faster it comes out? I think the faster it comes out, the more air is pushed through. Okay. So it comes out faster, but it's yeah. the same amount of product. It's just right. coming out with more or less force. Right. Okay. If your airbrush 
only has those like low, medium, high settings, you can only use an airbrush that has the pullback trigger. Yes. A dual action airbrush, you have to push down as well as push as pulling back. So in the same way that you can pull the trigger back varying degrees, you can push down varying degrees. So if you don't push down at all, nothing comes out. If you push down all the way, it's like being on the highest setting of everything. Hi, it's Erica. I'm editing. I thought I should just clarify. A dual action airbrush, when you push down, it varies the amount of paint that you get out. So the more you push down, the more paint comes out, which means a single action airbrush is better for block colouring and a dual action airbrush is better for detailing, apparently. That's it. Back to the episode. Okay. Yes, I'm with you. My airbrush has got a pressure dial, which I can turn up and down. (laughs) Sounds very complicated. (laughs) Yeah, I kind of wish I hadn't got it because it's so big. I I really really? just wish I'd got the little thing. Yeah. But it's good. It's good. Don't get me wrong. Like, it works really nicely, but it's just a bit of a pain. It doesn't really fit in any of the boxes I've got. (laughs) And it's just chunky and big. Like, it's probably, footprint-wise, about twice the size of, the little box ones, like two side by side. Yes. But height-wise, I mean, it's like a little lunchbox. It's like, <laughs> I don't know, taller than my hand. Okay. And it's got a little handle on the top. So it's quite big. It's very heavy for yes. the size of it. Yeah. So, I, I don't know, I kind of wish I hadn't, but I only really bought that because I bought the airbrush and it's just like, well, why do I need any of this? <laughs> I could have done, done it all with a cheaper one. But I do like the control it gives you with the, the dual yeah. action because you can get, as long as your airbrush is clean and not splattering, you can get really fine close-up work yeah. and you can manoeuvre the trigger yeah. with control you can get a real gradient, like sort of the paint fading in or fading out. Okay. So you can probably do quite a lot with it. It's just, it's practicing, isn't it? Mm. It's having yeah, that yeah. time to practice. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. See, I've only got, I've got the very, very, very old dinky doodle. Yeah. Uh, one, which currently needs cleaning. <clears throat> Sorry, Dawn, I haven't cleaned it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so... Uh, I'm very bad and that's kind of folded up and shelved at the moment and I do need to pull it apart and that was mine and then the lady that I had the shop with she bought her one in which is just a Lakeland one okay absolutely pretty much identical yeah I say um, I think they're all pretty much made by the same people aren't they yeah, yeah, yeah. at some point um, and she she left that with me and I'm currently using that one but, you know, it is the the most frustrating thing I find about it is when it when it splutters. And the thing is, you don't know when it's going to do it. Mm. So yeah. you're merrily kind of airbrushing away. And then suddenly it goes and you get dots across everything. Yeah. And there's nothing you can do about it apart from cleaning it all down mm. um, and starting again which is a bit infuriating. Yeah. What um, what brands have you got for colours? Ooh, that's a good question. Uh, oh, I've got um, Sugar Flare. Hang on a minute. I've got, okay. I've got, some, I've got some Sugar Flare. Yeah. Uh, I've got Colpit colours. Actually, I really like the Colpit colours. Okay. Um, I've got another brand. Hang on. Let me go diving. I should be okay. back momentarily. Okay, okay. <laughs> Okay. 
Okay. So I've got I've got sugar flare. Mm. I've got uh, color splash, which is the culprit ones. Okay. Um, I've got rainbow dust, and I've got spectrum flow. I have completely different to you. <laughs> <laughs> I have literally none of them. So oh. I I started off with the chroma colors ones, the giant bottles. Yes. Yep. Which I just did not get on with. They leaked everywhere and all the time and were incredibly messy. Okay. And like with a little, it looks like a good cap because you flip it down like a shampoo bottle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And it sort of, the front pops up. But what actually happened was every time we did that, it just sort of splurted colour everywhere. Okay. And then when you finished pouring, it all dribbled down the bottle. So I didn't, and they were just too big. Like I just didn't really get on with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I have got only one of the Dinky Doodle Fractal range. I've got a couple of Squires Kitchen. I've got a handful of fancy fractal ones that are like shimmers and iridescents. Okay. And I've got the magic colours ones, which I really like. Oh, oh. I'll tell you ones I like. I like the um I like the rainbow dust ones. Mm. Um, because they're really concentrated. Yeah, and the between those and the sugar flare, the tops are like a little nozzle, so you can drop them into yes the top, and that is it. So if you're mixing colours as well, and you want to know how many drops you've put in, mm. that's really easy. Yeah. Whereas, uh, like the culpit uh, colour splash and the spectrum flow as well. In fact, they're in identical uh, pots. So you've just got a big opening at the top, which is fine okay. for pouring. But if you want to measure out colors to mix, yeah, not so easy. Okay, I but then obviously some... quicker to pour out. <laughs> yeah, I bought some empty bottles that I use for mixing my own colors in. So I'll mix the colors in the bottle and then use the bottle to drop in. Yes, yes, I've got some empty bottles as well. Because I've do got, that. I found all the greens I had were completely like Kermit. Or okay, yes. Just completely wrong. And what I wanted was like for the dinosaur cake I was doing. Yeah. I wanted something a bit more like plant-like. And yeah. none of the greens were right. So I kind of mixed my own mm-hmm. and then ended up making remixing it because I was like, oh, I actually quite like this colour. This is quite a good one. Yeah. yeah. So um, I've got a few like that as well that I've mixed up myself. But oh. I really like the Magic Colours ones. They're nice, small bottles, but they last quite a long time. And like I say, they're quite concentrated okay um but the fractal ones have got really nice lids as well so they've got a nozzle that's pointy and a lid Mm -hmm. that twists so the lid's got like a little ball bearing at the top and you twist the lids down and the ball bearing sort of pops up to the top so nothing comes out and then you twist the lid up and that kind of gives you a bit of space to squeeze things out so if you knocked it over it wouldn't really go everywhere oh that's good so if not when (laughs) (laughs) well i i opened i think it was a i think it was a spectrum flow i think um it was a white i Mm. opened yesterday and uh I, i was spraying wafer paper okay with white yeah (laughs) you may think that's a bit cranky and I wasn't sure whether it was it may well have been a bit cranky (laughs) I'm not not (laughs) sure whether I achieved anything uh, apart from the fact that it was a satisfaction I was praying it but yeah I knocked over the I knocked over the bottle the lid was on but Mm. it just it came out of the side of the bottle oh Uh, yeah which was a bit of a pain 
Mm. Oh, yes, I can see your, hang on a minute. I'll, I'll send you a picture of, a, this is only a very small selection of um, my colours. Mm. The um, fractal ones I've got are the really fancy ones and they're all kind of, they're really nice shimmers. Like there's oh, really? a, yeah, I, so I did a class with Dawn Butler on airbrushing and I bought yep. these at her class. I've got Shell Nacre Blue, which is like a iridescent blue with a white background. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got Firefly, Firefly Green, which is a turquoisey, no, like a sea green yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. colour. Is, is sea green a word? I feel like it yes. is. Yeah, sea yeah. green with a shimmer that's green and gold in it. Yeah. I've got Kingfisher, which is a bluey green with mm. a silvery blue shimmer. Yes. And I've got Golden Turquoise, which is a turquoise colour with a green and gold shimmer. Oh, okay. So they're all kind of like duochrome. And do they come out nice as well? Yeah, they come out like that. They're all kind of duochrome shimmers. Okay. And there's a whole range of them, but these were the ones that just sort of caught my eye. Erica, just bear with me well. a second. I'm not sure whether delivery's just turned up. Okay. Let me just, <laughs> let me just go and have a quick look. <laughs> No, it wasn't exciting. Okay. I've sent you a picture, but um, I haven't shaken them. So actually, maybe I should shake them and then you can actually see what they're like because that was just a stupid thing because they look nothing like it. They've not been <laughs> shook. But um, I picked the colours that I just really liked. I mean, obviously, if you shook them with the lids off, they'd still go everywhere. But Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> shake, 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 shake. I've got... Oh, where they've been lying on their side, it's like they've been lying on the side where... Um, the, the gap in the label is I was like, oh that's the bit I was going to show you what the colour is but it's just full of yeah I'm just uh, I've just been diving down and see what else I've got I tell you what for greens I've got a couple of good greens I've got mm. a colour splash leaf green yeah and sugar flare dark green okay they're quite nice um yeah see I've got a I've got a black glitter um but I don't oh. think I don't think it came out Massively. I had yeah, so I had a well, load of iridescent ones which are now massively out of date. I don't use them apart from for practicing. Um oh god, who are they by? They're in big white bottles with a cap lid. Um it, I'm just wondering whether that's that's what I oh, hang on a minute, I need to bear with me a second. Okay. Sorry, I've just uh <laughs> just caught my dog sticking his head in where my um Colours are. And Nick, and <laughs> like, Nick's, hmm. yeah, no, he's Nick to polystyrene ball. Oh. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Last thing I want is you to choke on a polystyrene ball. <laughs> oh, dear. I thought I had, oh, hang on, there it is. Um, oh, no, the big white bottle that I've got is Spectrum Flow. Oh, okay. Mm, maybe they are Spectrum Flow. Oh, I've got some of them as well. I've got the skin tone colours, but I wasn't overly impressed with them. Oh, I've got a skin tone colour and I've not used it. This was a whole box of skin tone colours and it's oh, basically okay. one skin tone and variations on that skin tone for shading, which I've used for other things because they're kind of earthy colours in some respects. Yeah. Some of the shading bits, but they're not really... Oh, there you go. This is a better picture I'll send over you. Um... I thought the set would be lots of different skin tones and it wasn't. It was basically one skin tone with highlights and lowlights and oh, okay. bits for under eye bags and the like. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. What have I got? I've got light, light shadows. 
Okay. But I can't remember why I bought it. Why do we do that? <laughs> why do we do that? We buy things and I don't know why I bought it. I've never opened it. Oh, it's well, it was choice. probably a show purchase and someone was demonstrating. You're like, oh, that's good. I need that. Yeah, it could have been. Could have been. I've used those Spectrum Flow wi- uh, wipeouts though. I was going to ask you that. I saw that in your picture. Any yes. good? Yes. Yes, they okay. did. Um, but the, the only but mm. is um, once you've opened them, they do tend to dry out. It's like wet. Oh, okay. It's like wet wipes, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I've had to, uh, you know, you you know when you have to take like one or two out. Yeah. Because they've dried. So Can you put them in like a Tupperware box or something. Would that help? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I want to show. And now I want to show you a picture of all the Tupperware boxes that I've got. Yeah. <laughs> Your selection. <laughs> about to fall out of the cupboard like yeah. everyone else's. I considered buying them and then I didn't because I was like. Don't really need wipes because I've done this before and yeah. I've just used either kitchen roll or yeah. with cotton some wool buds with some al- with some alcohol yeah. to take yeah. off what I need, and it's always worked perfectly fine. So yeah. I just think actually I don't need to buy wipes. No, I, I would I would agree. Um, yeah, I was I was bought in bought in. I was. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, yeah, I tried to get the lid off of that white spectrum flow and mm. I, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't get it off. Oh. Maybe it was just, oh no, you don't need to. Oh yeah. Okay. I'm okay. Right. I'm an idiot. <laughs> you know, I, was trying to, I was trying to cut the top off and I've just twisted it and go, oh, okay. So you just twist it then. <laughs> <laughs> I spent all day yesterday, well, not all day yesterday, I spent ages trying to saw off the top with my oh, knife. No- God. <laughs> you- Good job you didn't. But it's, it's well made. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Thanks, Spectrum Flight. That was good. <laughs> it's just not, not an idiot's guide <laughs> for people like me. Aww. However, it did, yeah, it did come out the side when I tip, when I when it fell over. Which is so I ended up I ended up taking the whole lid off and pouring it in. What a mm. numpty. Oh well. <laughs> I was I was tired in a rush. Yeah. <laughs> what a wally. Uh, Have you got um mostly water based or alcohol based ones? Um oh that's a good that's a good question. Because I think I was sold at some point. Water based. The, yeah, I have water-based. The alcohol-based ones are like, oh, this is so much better. But actually, I'm, I'm not that bothered. And I think water-based is probably actually easier to work with. Mm. Do you know what? I have a question. Mm. Just throwing it out there. Yeah. Do you think that edible printer inks, because I buy those in bottles, yeah. would go through the airbrush as effectively... Yeah, I think they'd go through because they're liquid enough and they're not thick liquid, mm. are they? No. But the only issue you might have is the concentration of them. I don't know whether they're going to be concentrated enough or not. No, I don't know. Give it a try. Yeah. Well, I've got huge. I've got huge bottles of uh, of edible uh, inks. Yeah. I'm not using my uh, printer very much at the moment. Yeah. Which is fine, except uh, it's, it, that also needs a clean. If anyone's, bored, <laughs> if anyone's bored out there and wants to come over and do some cleaning of equipment, please, <laughs> just let me know. They just seem to take up so much time. I've, I've done the printer before and mm. just taking the whole thing apart is... Oh, God. Just, yeah. 
and letting I don't think open. cleaning airbrushes is too time consuming because Dawn Butler's got a really good YouTube video. I know. If you just Google Dawn Butler airbrush cleaning, mm. it comes up and she literally takes you through the whole thing and it's five minutes. Yeah. How to take it apart, what yeah. are the bits are, how to put them back together. Yeah. She's got some really great videos on there actually on airbrushing and oh, techniques. She was and so helpful. She was so yeah. helpful when I first got my airbrush. And I mean, we're going back quite a few years. Mm. Oh, when they kind of first became a thing. And, um, I, you know, when I got stuck, she was on her way, I think she was, she was on her way to the airport or something. And she was like, don't worry, uh, you know, give me however long and I'll come back to you and I'll, I'll help you out and blah, blah. Oh, do you know what? That is so lovely. Yeah. That's customer service. Definitely. And do you know what? I think she's still very good at that. I know she certainly used to. She's like, if you buy an airbrush from me, take it apart. Mm. And you just can't put it back together, send it to me and I'll put it back together for yeah. you. Like, you know, that was her thing. But also yeah. she does, I've seen her on her emails lately mm-hmm. and during lockdown that her online airbrushing classes, if you did the class, you could hire the airbrush for the duration of the, oh, wow. the course. I think it was like a couple of weeks you got it for. Yeah. I mean, if you wanted to buy it at the end of that two weeks, you could do, obviously oh, at some wow. kind of discount. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you could just send it back and be oh. like, okay, great, done the course, don't need it. Fantastic. Yeah. What a brilliant idea. Yeah, Absolutely. and they obviously her brand of airbrushes and pens yeah, yeah, and stuff. Yeah. So oh, she fantastic. can do what she wants with them. But yeah, I thought that was a really different and a really good idea. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. I tell you, the the other person that I see who does fantastic airbrushes and I, airbrushing, and I don't know whether you've um, whether you've seen her mm. is Clarella Cakes. Oh, okay. I was going to say Cassie Brown does as well. Oh, Very yeah, she good. does, doesn't yeah. she? Mm. Um, Clarella Cakes. Is... She's got her own airbrushes, Clarella, hasn't she? She has, yes. Um, she's only in Essex, I think. She does. Oh, okay. She does classes. This is the one thing that we actually shied away from doing at the shop. Yeah. Was because the thought of having to clean the walls down after everybody <laughs> said an airbrush. <laughs> Do you know what though? The class I did with Dawn that was in the basement of a shop. Yeah, really? Of a, of, a, of a cake shop in West London, in like Chiswick somewhere. Yeah. And no windows. Like, it was wow. dark and there were, it was dark because it was lights, but yeah. um, there was no like masses of ventilation. There was, I think they had like an air conditioning thing or fan that they switched on. Yeah. And there was, I think about 10 of us in that room, all airbrushing and wow. it wasn't big. Wow. So... Wow. I remember Dawn saying, like, you think airbrushing goes everywhere, but it's not. It's directional. It goes where you point it. If you yeah. point it in the air, it's going to go in the air. Okay. <laughs> it went all over my kitchen table last time. <laughs> <laughs> but I think you can, like, that's to do with surfaces, isn't it? So, like, hard surfaces, things bounce off. Mm. And also the droplets hang in the air. Yeah. So you need to ventilate as you're doing it. Because yes. if you don't, those droplets will then fall. And then that's what gets it over everything. Oh, I see. I think. Oh, yes. No, I I would love to do a, like a proper class. Yeah. And learn how to use one properly and effectively. And this was really shading good. and... Yeah, so we did ombre, we did stenciling, we did uh, bubbles and wood grain and the little tree type things yeah. and writing. And yeah, it was good. Oh, a good introduction. Yeah, 
but I had some good tips as well. And I, I think this might have been from Jackie Kelly because she came to do an airbrushing demo for us. Yeah. And she airbrushes a lot of her models. Yeah. So, so she wow. does models and then airbrushes them, models in white because it's easier and cheaper. Yes. Yeah. And then airbrushes in the colour and the detail because you get a nice blend then as well. Oh, right. But um, I remember her saying, get a kid's colouring book from yes. Pound Shop or something. Or yeah, Wilco's, yeah, yeah. you know, something that's going to cost you less than a quid. Yeah. And then... Use your airbrush to colour in. So if you've got old, out-of-date colours you don't want to use, use them. Practice oh, right. colouring okay. in this book. Yeah. yeah. You don't need, to, don't need to spend a lot of money and practice on cakes. You can practice on kids' pictures. Oh, what a good idea. Yeah. And that was really good. So I got – I had a, one that my nieces and nephews had been using. Yeah. When they came around when they were little, they sorted out grown. I was like, oh, I'll take over this. <laughs> <laughs> I'll now be airbrushing these, thanks. <laughs> I think I remember Dawn saying that she airbrushed her kids' hula hoops. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if it stands still long enough, airbrush it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do wow. I do look at these with envy on mm. how detailed and superb that they are. Yeah. Um, you know, they can really enhance your cakes can't they yeah you've got yeah. the right techniques um i do yeah Definitely. i love i love them oh the other tip i got from jackie yeah was so you know you can buy these airbrush cleaning stations yes basically you could use a coke can or similar a fizzy drink can an empty one oh, give right. it a rinse out pop a bit of tissue in it if you can to stop it all bouncing back yeah. and then em- spray your emptied you know, oh, okay. the remains of your airbrush into the Coke can or whatever it is. Oh. And use that instead. Oh. See, I have got one of those somewhere. The glass thing with the lid. And yeah. then I and then I don't ever use it because no. I just whatever's left, I'm probably doing this wrong. Someone will probably tell me I'm doing this wrong. But what so I chip whatever's left, as long as it's not mixed, obviously. Whatever's left back into the bottle. Mm. And then I just go to the tap and I fill it with water and I have a bit of kitchen roll and I block the end up with the kitchen roll and then yeah. it kind of bubbles it backwards bubble and then I spray whatever's left into the damp kitchen roll. I do that at the end. Right. If it's before, I just kind of keep spraying it all out. Yeah. Yes. If and there's then, nothing, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I've got, I have got one of those, but I have no idea where it is. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I never bought one, and I'm quite glad I didn't buy one because I don't think I would use it. I think it would have gone by now if I did buy it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've stored it <laughs> somewhere, <laughs> somewhere safely. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to do it, but what's your setup for airbrushing? Then, where do you airbrush oh, in the kitchen? Oh, do you know what? Do you know what? Just just as a sideline, I saw mm-hmm. uh, Bronya. Yes. Did you see that? Yes, I saw her. Oh, I was like, no. why? Why do we always have this? No matter what's up, like, we pick our topics a month ahead. And yes. every single time we pick the same things. Yeah, no. <laughs> so Bronya from the Business of Cake Making did this fantastic reel of how she uh, sets up her on top of her cooker yeah. uh, for airbrushing. And I'm yeah. looking at her going, genius. But the splashback on my cooker is not metal. So I couldn't use uh, magnets. Yeah. So my my setup, oh, I've gone through many <laughs> setups. I've had a pop-up uh, little booth thing, uh, which was I actually tried one of them. Well, it, it was a it's a um, 
a photography one wasn't a oh okay an airbrush it was just a, like a little photography one that I had lying around mine was a pop-up wardrobe from Ikea <laughs> oh, oh Jackie Kelly's used those hasn't she I'm yeah. sure it was Jackie that's yes I, I remember found that. it incredibly messy oh really it just the color got all over the inside of it and then yeah. I was like now what <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so I shelved I shelved that because I couldn't be bothered to pop put it up yeah and yeah. then uh boxes I've yeah. used boxes spreading yeah. boxes the downside that I found of that is if you want to go all the way around the cake sometimes it's do you not just have a turn like a little flat turntable? Yeah, I have. Yeah, that shelf somewhere as well. I've got another turntable. Yeah, I've got the I've got the like the pedestal turntable, but it doesn't okay. turn very easily. And then when it, obviously when they do turn, they go at an angle. The as little well. like Lazy Susan ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't know. It could be in the loft. It could be in the garage. Okay. Um, but I don't airbrush often enough yeah. at the moment. Um. But yeah, what about you? What have you? Uh... So I, I had the tent, got yes. rid of that. I was like, this is a bad idea. And now it's more messy to get it out than it is to actually airbrush it. <laughs> and I tried to wash it. And I was like, uh, it just keeps leaking more and more colour. So washing yep. it was a disaster. Yep. Um, then I, like you, I tried, well, I had tried boxes as well. So I tried both cardboard packaging boxes <laughs> and I tried yep. big cake boxes. So I had like a base yeah. and I had one at the back. Yeah. Sort of. I, well, I had the lid on the floor on the table, yeah, and then the the bottom of the box on yep, its side at the back, yep. yeah. Yep. So you get a bit of wings, kind of. Yes. Um, mm, didn't really get on with that so well. Still got everywhere. Yeah. My preferred method now. I have two options. Mm-hmm. When it's not windy and when the weather is nice, oh, I have a camping table that I keep in the loft, which I get out. And we've got a step at our back door. Yep. So I open the back door into the garden and that's covered, that area. It's yep. got like a little, I don't know what you call it, but it's covered. Yeah. Um, and some patio. Yeah. And the table goes half in, half out of the back door. Okay. And there's a plug right next to it. And I airbrush on that table. I put a tea towel on the table. Yep. And I put the cake basically in the doorway. <laughs> On the little, like, flat Lazy Susan turntable yeah. and I airbrush there because then all of the airbrushing is going outdoors and then while I'm packing away, I leave the back door open yeah, so that air can get in and out. <laughs> if the weather's bad, I'll be upstairs and I will open both the windows, yeah. um, shut the door, open the windows and have, again, tea towel, yeah. then, then turntable then cake and something at the back to stop me going straight onto the wall and then when I'm finished I will leave the windows open and the door shut yep for at least a couple of hours yeah but do not do it overnight because this is when the mouse got in so oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> if you remember like yeah. last year or something we had a mouse that got in oh that was no. when it got in so shut the windows overnight <laughs> And then two days later, you've managed to pack your table down, put it away. <laughs> no, do you know what? The table goes away straight away oh, because it? it goes in my, yeah, it goes straight in my loft. It's not big. It's quite a small camping table. It's like... I assume your loft is easily accessible then. Yeah. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. Just at the top yeah, of the see, the other thing that I had um, like put on the table is get a roll of lining paper. Yeah. Lining paper from B&Q and I unroll that. I actually found tea towel works better because it's softer. So I feel like it soaks up the liquid a bit better. Oh, okay. Well, mine was about surface area and how much I could cover. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, no, because I felt like with this, it's not going to bounce off a tea towel. And with paper, it, it might. But okay. also paper, it's going to sit on the surface and run. Okay. Whereas with a tea towel, it, it kind of soaks it up a bit better. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. you just sling it straight in the washing machine or if it's horrendous, rinse it in the yeah. tap. And then I'd probably do that the with the machine. kids' school shirts or something and then tie-dye yeah. them. <laughs> Any old clothes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, school shirts, any old yeah. clothes, shove them in. No, to be honest, like I don't separate the washing for that. I will just wash it with normal stuff because yeah, I think yeah. it's food colouring. It's going to wash out. I mean, I don't. You don't get so much surrounding it that it's an issue, especially if you've got the windows open and the ventilation. True, true. And I wear a mask as well. So I've got, if I'm indoors, if I'm outdoors standing by the door, I generally don't because I feel like there's so much fresh air. It's pointless. But um, if I'm upstairs, I have a a mask that I wear. Yeah. I bought it from Screwfix. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, I think I bought one. uh, I had a pack of them actually. Um, but they're, they're again, um, somewhere stored. <laughs> oh no, this, this is not a pack thing. This is a big you've filter got a thing. Proper, yeah. You've got a proper one. Yeah. But yesterday, no, I didn't do anything. I literally, uh, just airbrushed onto the kitchen table, which was obviously a bit of a faux pas because <laughs> this morning I've baked the, um, baked, I've the, sorted the kids lunch. <laughs> um, Bakes the lunches. Um, yeah. Well, no, well I, I buy those par bake rolls, and oh, okay. um, I'm I'm just hoping that they don't notice that the top of them is blue today. <laughs> <laughs> it's intentional. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but my son, he'll consume anything. He's an animal, so I'm, I'm working. He's on having all the blue rolls. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Now I've got I've got a decorator's mask that's got a filter in it. Yes. And it's got it's got some kite mark and safety standard and it's got lots of things on the sides, but I don't know what any of them mean. Wow, Erica, you could so be I like can't... in Darth Vader or something, couldn't yeah. you? Yeah. <laughs> it's really good. So basically it's got a filter in it which filters out all the air particles and yeah. it's it's from Screwfix is like a trade. Yes. Argos catalogue essentially. So <laughs> it's it's got like pretty good particle filtration on it yeah, yeah, yeah i think it's meant for like sanding when you're sanding and like yeah. plaster and that sort of stuff so i also bought it teas in the workshop i'd love to but see you answer the front door <laughs> the filters are really good so it doesn't get sweaty it doesn't get all like <laughs> wet and yeah. when you breathe in and out the filter kind of moves and you can press the sides to test if it's working or not and it will steam up if it if it's working properly <laughs> and if not you need to replace the filters i want you to really wear it and take a selfie Hang on, hang on, let me take my headphones off. <laughs> I want to see how much you look like Darth Vader. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> if you could do sound effects with that, like, look, yeah. I am your It looks mother. like a gas mask, but it's really good. So it's really comfortable. There's a strap that goes kind of over your head, then round your neck. Yep. And there's one that goes over your head. But the bit that's at the back of your head is circular, so yeah. it sits really comfortably. So Can it's you not like see a single. Okay? Yeah, completely. God, that's enormous. Yeah, but it's very good, and the seal is complete. Like it, yeah. you don't get anything in there. So I think it's it's a good move, better for your lungs, definitely. Yes, and it's not disposable, so that would last me years. And for the amount I'm using it, those filters are probably last years as well, even yeah. though. The date on it says June 2030, so I think if I haven't replaced them by then, I should do. Excellent. But you can buy uh, filters for 
not very much. I don't even think the mask was expensive. I think it was about £15, to be honest. That's not bad, is it? I don't think it was a lot. I think it was one of the cheaper options, but it seems pretty good. Cool. Yes. Hmm. Okay. Well, shall we go on to our ones to watch? Mm, yeah. Do you want to go first? Um, yeah, yeah, okay. You know I like to choose <laughs> ones that I can't pronounce. No, we're, we're good. We're good. So my one to watch this, this month is by Dots. Now, we decided it was Aletso. Alatoso? What? Alatoso. <laughs> by Dot Alatoso. Um, and this is Camillo. Now, we're not sure whether it's Mercia or Mercia. Mercia. And he's an Australian cake designer. Um, one Australian cake designer of the year 2020 and an mm. Australian buttercream artist of the year 2021. Um, wow. Absolutely stunning cakes. Does uh, he does glasses, doesn't he? Mm. Yeah, they're very sculptural and really sort of yes, different in terms of composition and structure. Yes, very very clean, very sharp. Um, do you know what I love? I love his Instagram page. Yeah, it's very structured as well, just like his cakes. Yeah. The black uh, moody backgrounds really kind of sell it off, don't they? They do. They do. Oh, he's doing a masterclass in London on the 1st, 2nd and 3rd of July. Is he? Yeah. Where's that? Where's that? London. Oh, wow. Masterclass. Where is he going to be? I'll be teaching in London in July my most recent techniques and my exclusive buttercream recipe. Wow. Good cake day. Where are they based? Uh, SW11, so Battersea. Wow. How to stack a square slash round cake and make the pre-crumb layer. How to achieve very sharp edges on your cakes. How to create the acrylic gloss technique. Choose a colour palette and colouring buttercream. How to create a faux velvet technique on buttercream. How to create different mediums with edible paper. How to master Camillo's wafer paper flowers. How to paint and colour wafer paper successfully. How to paint using an airbrush. Oh, Erica. (laughs) (laughs) How to create cascade floral arrangements, plus lots of tips and techniques for making a perfect cake and more. Wow. Mm. Wow. They, I mean, they are absolutely stunning, especially, I didn't realise, are they all um, buttercream? I don't, I didn't think they were. No, I didn't think they were either. Maybe they are. (laughs) Kind of, I'm hugely impressed I mean, potentially they are actually if you look at them they are potentially yes it will, if you go down uh, you go down australian buttercream in its finest form from top to bottom inside and out wow yeah absolutely i really stunning. like i really 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 like and it's not me at all but i love it mm-hmm. there's a hexagon one that's yes. currently the first post on his instagram yeah and it's like a hexagon shape cake with very straight edges and it's yes. tall and the background is sort of swirly, a bit like a pink and purple mm-hmm. galaxy. Yes. And then it's got rose gold or bronze, a bit like a geode cake, yeah, but yeah, they're yeah. not. They're kind of spidery little slits and they're all pointy gems. Oh, they're so good. It's just the colours. The colours yeah, are amazing. It's absolutely beautiful. Yeah. But he does say, yeah, uh, I'll be teaching in Sydney in June my most recent techniques and my exclusive buttercream recipe. Hmm. Wowza. Yeah, I really love all the different textures and finishes that mm-hmm. he manages to get with his buttercream. Yes. Well, if you scroll down to 
there's a, a, a green one. It's called Netting Acrylic Gloss. And if you scroll across, he's got it so the light catches the shine. Oh. There's also a green cake which says, let me introduce my latest technique, faux acrylic gloss. And you've got some little, different little shots of... uh, That's just stunning. Yeah. Yeah. I I highly recommend anyone go and find, uh, find him and just go and check out his page oh my life i've just found another one i like (laughs) (laughs) it's um the 3d geometric buttercream oh yes with a close-up and it looks i was just looking at that at the video and it looks like glitter yeah oh my life is that sugar crystals with light on it maybe don't know that's what's glittering i don't know don't know it's just fantastic Mm. they're all really different but he's also really got his own style and i think Mm. you can see even in like the last year how much his style's evolved yes because if you scroll back earlier he's gone from doing what mm-hmm. looks like more orders of people going i want this yes yes into sort into of his own developing his, his style yes. yeah yeah definitely he's really gone from strength to strength it's mm. stunning so yeah so yeah. go and find camillo mercia mercia or mercia uh, by alets oh what did we say alezzo Alatoso. Alatoso. <laughs> I'm absolutely useless. By Alatoso. You will absolutely love his work. So over to you, Erica. Who have you got? Thank you. I have got Caroline D. Erickson. So in Instagram, she is Caroline, that's C A R O L I N E, dot, the letter D, dot Erickson, which is E R I K S S O N. And she is a gingerbread artist who makes gingerbread sculptures. From now, Norway? Yeah, from Norway. Um, and her gingerbread sculptures, quite frankly, are incredible. They're mas- mostly film-based. So you've got some Darth Vader, you've got Predator, you've got Groot. Yeah. Uh, you've got some skulls, some dragons, uh, various different sci-fi things, basically, that she's made from gingerbread. Mm. And quite frankly, these sculptures are huge and they are yeah. like works of art. They are yeah. unbelievable. Totally. <laughs> yeah you know, you know when you're speechless and you kind of like look at things and yeah think, oh my life I made those gingerbread houses <laughs> <laughs> yeah my gingerbread house didn't look like this no but the, the detail that she's got is absolutely incredible like there's some mm. enormous pieces and then there's some really tiny pieces and it looks nothing like gingerbread you're, at all how on earth has she managed so she's got a spider on here yeah um which is hanging and turning how yeah yeah how has she managed to get those legs and they've got like the hairs on them and everything yeah, yeah. which is not great if you don't like spiders but it's so yeah. impressive <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and the, the size of these varies really massively. So there's a predator one that she's working on, and mm-hmm. I would say that's like about the size of the length of half your arm. Yeah. And then there's also Groot that she stood next to and is taller than her. Yeah. So <laughs> how how does she manage to work with it and it doesn't go all soft? Maybe it does go all soft. I've Maybe you need it to be soft for it to move. Well, I there's a know. video of her making her Groot, and she's got a a wire frame which is coated in something yeah. and then you can see her yeah. going back and forth to the worktop and the oven and adding these bits of gingerbread bit by bit 
Oh. Over the top of it. So I guess there is some kind of armature underneath the massive ones. And there's also a little video of how she made her gingerbread wood grain texture using um, a little roller, which is a like basically like a grooved rolling pin, but with pretty looks like uneven gap grooves. It says the roller is sculpted with a super sculpey. Yeah. And I found the spoon at a local tea shop. (laughs) (laughs) But honestly, it's such a good wood texture and it's so easy the way she's done it. Yes. Yeah, so it, it starts if you go through um some of the videos actually it starts to make a little bit more sense. Mm. And it, yeah. yeah. Oh, just amazing. Incredible woman. Yeah. So yeah. clever. There's not a huge amount on her Instagram. I would say there's probably maybe 30 pictures, no, but spent all oh her time working god. on them. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, are they good? Like there's not one dud in there. They're no. amazing. And if you want to be inspired and Something that you were like, oh, I didn't know that was possible. It's the textures. Yeah. The textures are incredible. Like the skull that she's used. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The skull she's made. Yeah. It looks like actual bone. Yes. I know. Absolutely it's, amazing. It's incredible, isn't it? Yeah. She's got a lot of vision. Mm. And I really, really like her stuff. And it is, I've not really done much work in gingerbread. No. But I feel now if I did that uh, my... <laughs> I'd feel inferior. <laughs> Well, I'm not feeling inferior, but I think I'd be aiming a little higher than maybe I would have done previously. Just because now you know that it's possible. You're like, well, yes. if she can do that, yes, maybe a little circle is not enough. <laughs> <laughs> that Christmas gingerbread house, I, I've got to up my game this year. You have, you have. Next year, next year it'll be like a life-size sculpture of someone. Oh, my life. Yeah. <laughs> or not. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so that is Caroline... Ericsson, who is based in Norway. So go and check out her stuff. It's absolutely amazing. I am following now. Fabulous. Perfect. Right. Well, I think we've come to the end again, haven't we? I think so. Another month has passed. And thank you, everybody, <laughs> for listening. It's uh, yes. absolutely wonderful. And I know we've got a few new listeners out there. So um, that's absolutely wonderful and thank you so much and yes please tell everybody about us that would be great (laughs) (laughs) um you can follow us on instagram at the sugarcraft junkies where we'll be posting pictures of things that we've mentioned this month including the picture of me no doubt in my uh, (laughs) mask. and we'll be back on the 8th of june with another episode so we'll speak to you then have a good month Bye. bye